want to start this episode out by just saying a massive thank you. The podcast has just surpassed 200,000 downloads this week, and whether you have listened to one episode or 10 or 100, or you've been here from the very beginning, like just truly thank you. This show started as just a little way in my eyes to hopefully make big impact. And I dreamed of helping people move through their own healing journeys and experiences through providing insight and inspiration and resources. All these things that I didn't have in my sort of darkest hours and I really wished to provide those for others and be there for them, even from afar, even if it was just through a mic and a a voice and a microphone. (laughs) And that version of me that started this show just was very young and naive but she followed her heart and she followed her dreams and without knowing where life would take things and here we are five years later with multiple name changes multiple variations and shifts and seasons and versions of this podcast as well and now here august 2023 it only feels fitting as we hit this milestone of 200,000 downloads that once again I introduce you all listening to a new yet familiar version of this podcast to come and it is with a happy and excited heart (laughs) that I share a new season. This podcast has been multiple things and it is now going back to its roots name of Let's Thrive. When I started this show I was just truly like gung-ho like let's do this thrive on life we are doing this let's thrive together and somewhere along the way after a couple years and some life transitions it got to the point where that just didn't feel like me anymore and so it shifted and it evolved and we are now at another place I am now at another place in my life where I'm shifting and evolving and I want this show to move along with me so let's thrive is here There are some fun changes coming soon and consistency will definitely be a a task for me. It will be something that I need to stick with and commit to, but I'm, I'm here for it. And I appreciate any of you that have come fresh and are new along the journey, as well as those that have been here since day number one or maybe day 100 or wherever you picked up along the way. Just like truly thank you. And I will say, like, over the past two years, there have been just, on my end, there's been a lot of resistance towards the podcast and towards creating. I just couldn't get into flow and I couldn't stay consistent and nothing felt right and nothing felt like what I wanted it to exactly be. And I was struggling with a lot of self-doubt and perfectionism and anxiety and just wanting to say the perfect thing and never feeling like it was enough, like I was enough. And something about hitting this 200,000 milestone just kind of opened my eyes to be like, Emily, look at what you've created. Look at what you have co-created with guests and with your community. Like there is something here and there are messages here that people are still listening to and they might still need to listen to. And so why would we ever give that up? Beyond that, just doing some journaling and reconnecting with my why, like, why did I start this show? Like, why, what was that spark that first had me say, let's launch a podcast four or five years ago? It was this version of me that dreamed of helping people and using my voice for good. 
and that version of me believed she had a purpose in the world and was open to explore it in different ways and while that version of me still lives within me that spark and fire for life has just been stifled these last few years as we've all moved through so so much on a global universal level as well as personal levels and that version of me it feels like that spark that version just sort of faded out to mere ashes I think what's interesting stick with me here (laughs) is that earlier this year I was called to the phoenix rising from the ashes as sort of my symbol and guide for 2023 and I didn't know why but I just assumed it would correlate somehow to my rise again you know my finding the spark for life again and sort of standing up from this comfortable seated comfort zone cycle I've been in for a couple years now and I didn't know how that would happen or when or whatnot but here we are August and something big has shifted and that's another story for another time but I want to talk about this rekindling of the fire this reconnection with my dreams and what it means to believe in your vision and let yourself dream and so that's where we're at like this podcast is rekindle I'm rekindling it right now I am slowly building that like zest and fire for life again within me and part of that is I think reconnecting with my roots and reconnecting with my core values and sort of the pillars that I have just always leaned on for strength and not the pillars of you know coping mechanisms and distractions and such like that but like my core value pillars my big big heart that loves so so deeply and my empathetic nature and just my like high sensitivity to an energy and emotions and my love for storytelling and crafting and creating and sharing and just reconnecting with my voice and my essence and like who I am and granted right I still have shitty days I've had a shitty day all day today lost in my head lost in anxiety not really able to connect with myself five minutes into recording this and I feel like a brand new fucking woman (laughs) like it has just reconnected me with that core value that core self so this convo as the official kickoff to a whole new season and a whole new version of the pod so the other night I was hanging out with a newer friend and she invited me over for dinner she cooked steak it was amazing and then as we do (laughs) we dove right into like the deep nitty-gritty convos of life and everything in it and part of this woman's work is that she works with people to discover their dreams and to make their dreams reality and to really just connect with their life's purpose through this i mean kind of system of like finding clarity in your dreams and then making those dreams a reality and so we're just chatting and then she asks me so what are your dreams or what are your dream right now and I kid you not (laughs) I I just answered like I, I don't really know and I shared pretty openly just about recent struggles I've been moving through and recent realizations I've had while that was all true a couple days later now upon further reflection I can see where I also like played myself small because I do have dreams at the end of the day I think we all do it's just a matter of whether or not we're willing to accept them and or believe that they can come true believe that we are worthy of them 
believe that they're worth mentioning, that they're worth speaking aloud and sharing. And so when I told her I don't have, I don't know if I have dreams right now. I feel like I've been too stuck in the mud as of late to really let myself dream. That is true. That is true in the sense of that the last couple months, maybe two years, (laughs) uh, have been just so much that I don't think it's that I didn't let myself dream, but I just didn't create space for my dreams. And I didn't let myself slow down enough to connect with my dreams and to, yeah, really feel into them. But if I do slow down and I do give myself time and space to think on that question and to, fe- to feel into that question of what are my dreams, I have them. I might not have perfect clarity on them and I might not know how to act upon them, but I have my dreams. Those aren't just some willy-nilly thing that we toss around, right? Like if you have a dream, it's within you. It's just a matter of whether or not like you're open to it and it's able to surface from a lot of the muck that we carry around within us. And when I mention this like muck stuck in the mud type of experience, I'm speaking metaphorically, I suppose, to heavy emotions that weigh us down and distract us, to anxiety, to getting caught up in the chaos of everyday life, to letting you know societal pressures and peer pressure and everything dictate what we should and shouldn't do. I'm talking about trapped emotions and unhealed trauma and just this heaviness that can feel all-encompassing and really make it hard to think or feel or be in anything else if we don't pay attention to it and if not even pay attention to it if we don't do the work to properly heal it release it move through it and I'm not perfect (laughs) I definitely still have a lot to do but with that I also have cleared a lot and I think it's about time that I let myself feel into my dreams again and dream big and let those sort of guide and steer me in life like if there's ever a time to start living and taking aligned action towards my dreams why not now because there will be no perfect timing as my friend alex that night so clearly and beautifully pointed out there is no perfect timing i think and i think alex was alluding to this too in our conversation a dream is not a destination like a dream is a journey because if you're thinking of it as a destination That's almost alluding to the fact that you know how and when and where you're going to get there. You know the logistics and you can make it happen. And that's not the case. A dream is a journey and there's going to be twists and turns and you know, you don't know what's around this corner and you don't know what's over this hill and there'll be different seasons and terrains and it's it's truly something that you know, you do have bits of control about, I assume, and you can take aligned action and you can do certain things, but you can't make a dream happen. You can't like force it out. And, and so my thoughts with this were that, you know, so often we have these dreams, buy a home, hit the 200,000 downloads, get this many followers, make this amount of money in business revenue, meet my partner, Uh, you know, get this car, whatever it might be, and we become hyper-focused on them, right? So there might be times when you have your dreams, but you're just not open to them and you're not connected, like I previously explained, 
Or there are the times where you just get so hyper-focused on them. We see it in our minds, we feel this need for it, but it almost also feels like we just can't rest until it happens. We feel like we have to make it happen. And if we're not working 24-7 towards this dream, then like, how will it ever happen? How can we ever rest? And how can we ever trust when we're just like so gun-ho on the fact that like we are making this happen. And this has been a big mentality and approach of mine for years now as well. This go-getter, I'm in control, I'm making this happen no matter what mindset. And while it has helped in some ways, I'm sure, right? I'm now also seeing all the ways in which that mindset and mentality has really gotten me in my own way (laughs) and created me as my biggest obstacle. All the times I was pushing, pushing so hard for something to happen because I thought it was meant to be. Pushing for the one job. Pushing for this one guy to fucking ask me on a date. (laughs) Pushing for, you know, this breakthrough in my health. Pushing for this freedom from depression. Just pushing, pushing. And putting all of this like time, energy, and focus on this one thing, on this destination that I thought would make everything better, right? And I think of all the times that I invested my money or my time or my energy into something that ultimately never happened or it flopped or it just did not matter in the end. And I'd feel a whole other wave of emotions of like, why isn't this working? I'm not worthy. Self-doubt, self-criticism, limiting beliefs, all of these other things being toppled on top of an already sort of clusterfuck of a situation. All of these moments though, along the way, were lessons learned. They were redirects in my journey. And honestly, a direct result of me trying to make things happen and not trusting in the process. For example, when I started this podcast, I didn't have any motives except to help people and help myself along the way, to interview guests, connect with cool people, share their story, their message, their experience to hopefully help us all through reflection and inspiration and empowerment. And then somewhere along the way, probably within like the two year mark, maybe a year and a half, I started to see and take in all this messaging around monetizing the podcast and growing it and getting to these numbers. And that was really big. That was a time when like podcasts were really booming and popping off. And so there were all these courses and information about how to make your podcast into something more, which is beautiful. By all means, yes, let's grow, let's grow the show. Let's do this. But I think where I got it twisted and where things started to shift for me was in believing that I could make it happen. Forgetting that life and all of this stuff, like none of it is in my control, right? Like I can control what I eat and kind of what I do throughout my day and what I wear, but I can't control an outcome of a situation. I can't control whether my show gets to this level or whether it stays here or goes there. Sure, I can take action that hopefully prompts to that, but I can't actually make it happen. And so every time I tried a new approach or I started a new course or I did XYZ to try and make the show grow or create better content or whatever it was I was hyper-focusing on at the moment, it might work for a bit, And then it would start to crumble away, leaving me baffled and frustrated and thinking, well, this is it. I'm a failure. The show will never grow. And I might as well accept that. And this happened in other ways for me too in life, right? Me pushing to have this one guy ask me out, 
then we'd go out and it wouldn't go anywhere. And then I would think, well, like, that's it. I'm a failure. <laughs> it didn't happen as I wanted it to. I'm ugly and I'm this, right? And it's, it's just this like come down from so much buildup that we put into trying to make something happen or having this huge expectation or this destination dream in our head. While all of that might sound a bit like harsh or severe, I'm sure some of you relate to what I'm saying. And it's also like that's what happens when we start acting from the head and not the heart. And in the beginning of podcasting and Instagram and really getting into this space in this field of what I do now, I didn't have all this noise floating through my head. I was just like following my heart and I was just doing what felt good and what felt right. I was creating this podcast to help people, to help myself and to have fun. Just really excited and like just full of so much, like I said before, zest and spark for it. And then the moment, you know, it started to pop off a bit and I got all this messaging around what I should do with the show and people suggesting this and people suggesting that and all that noise in my head just grew, grew, grew until suddenly I just was disconnected. I was disconnected from my why. I was disconnected from my heart. And so I started taking actions and doing things and whatnot that just weren't aligned with like my core value and my core reason for this podcast. And I think that's what ultimately created the resistance that I've been trying to work through for the past like two years now. Just always never happy with what I had, right? Never happy with how the podcast was, with how my episodes came out, with how I was working with it all, because I was just overthinking it so, so much, so in my head, forgetting what it's like to speak from the heart and to share from the heart and to just follow what feels right with whether it makes logic sense or not. Like, fuck logic. I'm so over logic right now. I'm joking. You know we all need logic. But I'm just like, let me like feel into my intuition. Let me just believe that there is like more out there than what we see. And let me just like, I don't know, fucking like flow with things for a bit, you know? (laughs) And once again, like I do think, I know, we can be honest, right? There are times when you need a logical, systematic approach and then diver to things. But I'm just realizing now that like that's not for me in this podcast. This isn't meant to be some like tactical, (laughs) I'm within a network and we do X, Y, Z. Like, no, it's a heart-centered project. And that means I need to be back in my heart and less in my head so that I can just trust in the process and just like trust in myself and trust in the show. And when I say trust in the process, for me, it's almost like an act of remembering And remembering all the times before in which beautiful, unexpected things happen when everything works out and you don't know how, but you accept it. When synchronicities line up and it's like this beautiful surprise that feels just right. Or like when you envision something and journal about it and then it happens or you think about someone and you run into them and all these little things, right? You could call it micro-manifesting. You could call it synchronicities. You could just not even have a call, a name for it. But it is this like magic and beauty that happens when you're not trying to control anything, when you're not trying to make anything happen. You're just living and trusting in something. Maybe it's trusting in yourself, trusting that you're gonna have a good day, trusting that like universe, source, God has your back, whatever it might be, 
And so it's, for me, I've been trying to think of it like that, right? Whenever I want to trust in the process, I invite myself to remember a time before when I trusted and it happened, right? And I let go of control and suddenly like it, it appeared and maybe, or maybe I found the inspiration to take the action steps towards it, whatever it was. And when you trust in the process, when you let go of the need for control, it's so much easier to also connect to the heart space and just have all of those kinds of moments and experiences in life where you're just like, wow, <laughs> would you look at that? Like it happened and it's here. And I didn't have to like bulldoze my way through a wall to have it be here to make it happen. It just is. And so the way I break it down and the way I'm thinking of it right now is that we either have these dreams and then shift into logic, make it happen mode, like blocking ourselves from accepting and receiving any bit of like universal or external assistance, as I like to say it, the synchronicities, the random run-ins, those inspirations, striking moments where you're just like, Eureka, I've got it. <laughs> like, thank you, whoever just helped me come to this conclusion. Like, I finally see it. I understand it. Or we don't have any clarity around our dreams. And so we're moving in 101 directions, trying a million things. Or we just like accept, oh, this is life and we keep living in the cycles we've been in. Like no ambition to dream because we're, we think we're like content with what is. And maybe part of us is. Who knows? And that's really what I took away from this conversation with my friend Alex. And I'm honestly like interested in possibly working with her because if I'm having all of these revelations and downloads from one like friendly dinner date convo, I can't imagine what like actually working with her <laughs> and having this sort of like support and coaching much more often would do for me in reaching my dreams and goals. But yeah, and so those two instances I just kind of walked through before I feel like that's where I was and that's where I'm trying to find a new way to go about it now where I don't want to be so in my head logic how do I make this dream a reality but I also don't want to be like so like lost in the sauce fluid flowy that I'm just doing a hundred things and none of them are sticking or I'm just sort of like I don't know clocking in and out of life every day, not actually making any action towards my dreams. So the question becomes, what's the in-between? Where do I actually find, maybe not the balance, but the line in between overdoing it in the head and not like having any ambition at all? <laughs> How can I find that happy medium, that happy middle that I think is truly like centered from the heart? And another thing that has come through for me a lot lately is understanding that with everything in life, whether it's improving your health or elevating your business or your dream life, like envisioning your dream life, we can't jump from level 10 to level 80 in life or in any of these endeavors overnight. We might not even be able to jump that far of levels in a couple weeks or months. Like who knows how long it takes you to get to that higher, higher up level. Our dreams or these health goals we want or anything that we want to shift and change, it can feel like very far off. And that's okay. Like we're not here to understand the how and why of our dreams. I truly think we're here to envision and create and trust. And when we can do that, when we can envision and create and trust in the process, and you know, still showing up for our life and our dreams, 
I think it just becomes a much more pleasant journey from A to B or from A to Z <laughs> or from level 10 to level 80. And it's just so much more pleasant and peaceful and present than trying to bulldoze our way from one level to the next level. And I don't know, I envision like a video game where you're like trying to jump up from level 10 to 80 and there's no fucking trick in the book to get there. So then you're like stuck on this level and you can't beat it. And you just are like, you want to like shake their game controller because you're just like, what the fuck do I do? And ultimately, like, there's nothing you can do right now. You have to find another route. You have to journey another way. You have to, you just, you can't do it. And you just have to accept that you don't know how to do it. And somewhere along the way, you will figure it out though. And it'll happen because no one creates a video game where you can't get from level 10 to 80. Life would not be life and it would not be created in this way if we could not evolve and shift from level 10 to level 80 or from here to there or from present to our dream reality it's also interesting like our minds are so fascinating in what they can dream up i think we can all agree on this (laughs) sometimes it creates great visions sometimes they're not so great but regardless like our imagination is such a key part of the creation process quite literally an image in our minds of what we want to create allowing us to take action or move forward in ways that naturally like steer direct us towards our dream life and so i think of it this way like if we can tap into our heart be present and really let ourselves imagine our dreams and imagine our dream life and feel into it and see it maybe tap into how it hears or how it sounds or how it sounds or how it feels like create this entire like 3d 5d i don't know which experience (laughs) 3d or 5d i don't know guys experience in our mind that then plays out on this like loop in the back of our minds kind of like our subconscious i suppose without us realizing and i think for some people like this is enough some people manifest and things just happen for them so easily and i think it's just that concept of if you have this imaginative feedback loop in your mind or body somewhere just playing in the background Like that might be enough to really like call in everything that's coming for you and create that dream life. And then for others, myself included, I think it does involve going a little deeper. And that's where some of the internal work like clearing limiting beliefs, old thought patterns, habits, shadows, dysregulated nervous systems, a foggy mind, etc. Working on those things and clearing those things so that we can fully see and feel and believe that this dream and this image of our imagination can come true. And so as we do this work to clear out those things and create space to actually believe, hey, my dreams can come true and they are coming true and they will come true. Then we can start taking aligned action towards our dreams. We can start acting and living and being in ways that are like out there for it. Maybe it's finally taking the course or it's caring for our health in a new way, starting therapy, advancing our education, leaving that relationship, like, I don't know, any of these little or big things. Maybe it's just like starting to journal every day or write out one gratitude a day. It could be little, big, anywhere in between action steps, forward momentum towards the life you want to live and the dream that you have in your mind and in your body. And so that's where I'm at right now. I know I just shared a lot there, but I'm at with all of it. <laughs> I am learning to let go of needing of needing to know the how and the why 
so that I can fully embody trust, that I can trust my dreams are possible and trust that even if they don't turn out precisely as I envision, everything that is meant to happen will happen. It could turn out better than I could even imagine or it could shift. Like I'm not dreaming of being a billionaire because I could be unhappy my entire life waiting for that. I'm dreaming and I'm reframing it as like, I want to make more and more money so that I can live financially free in my spending so that I can afford a beautiful home for me and my future partner and Timber and my three cats. And I can get an upgraded Subaru that actually has air conditioning that works (laughs) and I can take quarterly or maybe yearly, I don't know, vacations without worrying about finances and I can get a gym membership, right? Like I, I could go on and on and I am really feeling into how does it feel to be financially abundant in whatever that may be. And I don't know if you can see, feel the difference there, but one is strict and without much context, right? I want to be a billionaire. And it's like this definite that unless reached may lead to feeling unhappy. While the other is this like all-encompassing experience that leaves rooms for shifts and flows. I don't actually want to be a billionaire. I just want to make more and more money so that I can live the life that I dream of. That right there, actually, now that I'm saying it, isn't even my dream to make more money. Actually, it's part of it. So maybe it's like a goal of my dream. Regardless, I think you get the gist from that explanation. (laughs) Feeling into our body, feeling into our heart, feeling into our visions and our dreams, and letting ourselves believe it is possible and embody that and trust in the process. Like All of these things that I'm saying... Just allow us to start living the dream life as a journey versus a destination. And so I suppose my question for you at the end of this podcast is how can we dream bigger and make it a reality? And how can we embark on this journey to our dreams from the heart? And those are questions that I'll be contemplating for who knows how long (laughs) until I come to a feeling that feels right, I suppose. But overall, I just, I don't know. This is something I'm really feeling into right now. It's something I'm excited about. And it's something that's really helping me through some otherwise tumultuous times to remember my why, to remember to tap into the heart, and to remember that my dream life like is possible. And I'm on my way to it. And... These heavy moments can offer lessons and guidance and revelations that'll just propel me closer and closer to the dream I see for myself. And so hopefully this episode wasn't too off the rails for you. (laughs) Hopefully it resonated in some way or got you thinking, inspired you, whatever it may be. I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear what's your dream. What are you moving through right now? And I'm also going to link my friend Alex in the bio below just because if this interests you at all and if it's something you're moving through as well, I mean, all of this that I just shared now is from, like I said, one friend dinner convo with her. So you can imagine, you know, if you follow her on IG or if you get to connect with her in any other way, how much more could come from it. So I'll share that and I'll share any other resources I think to share with you all down below. But otherwise, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting, whether it's, like I said in the beginning, one or five or 10 or 100 episodes. 
just thank you, thank you. And I'm so grateful. And I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.